0: 'Cause we gotta find out what's going on down in Atlanta. What's going on with our guy Bill? On the hotline right now, Michael Rothstein, who covers uh, the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN, has gladly agreed to join us and to give us all the information. Michael, good afternoon, how you doing? You're on with Christian and Andy Hart.
1: Hey guys, how you doing? Fun Christian story is uh Uh-oh. So prior life I covered the li- prior life I covered the Lions and I covered uh Joseph. One of his family members, oh. Joe Fourier, if you remember back
0: in the day. He yeah. liked to dance a lot. Yes, that's what we do in the Fourier family. We not like, well. Well, listen, we're just willing to do it. <laughs> so, Michael, uh, I'm curious what you're hearing down there. Like, what is the holdup? Why has Bill not been hired yet to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons?
1: there right, there's a couple things at play here, right? Like, the first is that they are technically not compliant to get hire a coach, period. Uh, they interviewed Raheem Morris yesterday in a second interview. That was the second second interview that was done. The first was done, obviously, with Bill Belichick. Uh, so they need to do at least one more before they are in compliance with um, the Rooney rule. Uh, and I hate even saying it like that, to be clear, because I believe Raheem Morris is a legitimate candidate here. And I believe that the other guys that they're going to bring in at this point, and they are requesting a lot of second interviews, guys, a lot, uh, are all legitimate candidates. This has turned into from what a lot of people thought might be kind of a fate complete situation uh, with Bill Belichick to what well, I had sources telling me on Saturday after Belichick's second interview, that is quote, wide open, and they really like their pool of candidates. So the first part of that, guys, is they actually, even if they want to, and they, that, that is their plan, they physically cannot do that for at least, uh, you know, a day or two, depending on when certain interviews are being scheduled. But uh, in a broader sense, they seem to be taking a larger view and a larger look at a lot of people, including making two that I reported, both Detroit coordinators, and I've seen other people report both Baltimore candidates. They interviewed uh, Anthony Weaver and Michael McDonald, uh, and they can't talk to any of those guys until next week because they're playing conference titles games, title games. So it seems on the face that this might be a while.
2: Michael, do you think on the surface, a soon-to-be 72-year-old Bill Belichick uh, coming to a team that doesn't necessarily have a franchise quarterback, do you think it makes sense? Is he a good candidate for the situation that exists in Atlanta?
1: I think it depends on what Bill's plan at the quarterback position would be, would have been in those two interviews that he talked with their owner, Arthur Blank, and then in a second meeting with Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot and others about it. I I think they would want to know, certainly blank would want to know, well, what is your plan at quarterback? Because that was the big issue. That's why Arthur Smith is not here anymore. To be very clear, a large portion of why he's not here, even though they'll downplay it is they felt the quarterback play last year was quote deficient and they're not wrong. There were so many uh, nuances to that, that we don't have time to get into, but they, the issue is quarterback. So I would imagine that they would want to know, hey, what is your plan A? What is your plan B? What is your plan C? Uh, for What is your short-term and long-term plan for the quarterback position? And, you know, if, if they don't like that answer, then that can be a deterrent as well. You guys know, you're, you've been up in New England for a long, 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 long time. Bill does things in a very specific and certain way, and that way I can tell you, because I covered... Uh, some Belichick protégés other places in Detroit and at Notre Dame uh, doesn't necessarily fit with how things have been run here in the past. That doesn't mean that it won't happen. I'm just saying that it would be there would be changes that would need to be made.
0: So we're talking to Michael Rothstein uh, who covers the uh, uh, Atlanta Falcons for ESPN. And I'm I feel like uh, for Arthur Blank there seems to be like a lot of rumors as far as people internally don't want Arthur blank to hire Bill Belichick and for me it seems like Bill Belichick is Arthur blank's like white whale like this is the one that got away this is the one that can save all our problems like it's almost like he's obsessed with him and the opportunity like he can't pass it up do have you been hearing any anything you know internally as far as like there's been some conflict of interest and a little pushback uh on Bill to, to uh, Arthur blank
1: Nothing that I can report, because if I could report that, you, you guys know exactly what I would be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be reporting the heck out of that. Uh, nothing that nothing that I would feel confident putting my name behind and reporting. However, I mean, you know, you can sometimes read TV's in situations and say, okay, well, you know, Arthur Black met with him one-on-one, then he meets with the whole staff, and then if you just look at it, now, granted, to be clear, When they met with Belichick a second time, there were two guys that they have talked to at that point that they could meet with twice at that point because of NFL regulations, Belichick and Jim Harbaugh. They're supposed to still have a potential second interview scheduled with Jim Harbaugh. We'll see if that happens. I would imagine that only happens if uh, maybe something falls through with the Chargers because it seems like they're talking right now, and we'll see what happens there. But they were just not able to talk to a whole bunch of people yet, for a second time and really the, the second they got a chance to talk to a whole bunch of people for a second time they put in a whole bunch of slips now of course that was after they talked to Belichick twice as well. Uh, the one thing I would say I've covered a lot of these and 12 seasons covering this will be season 12 covering the NFL coming up. This is my fourth NFL coaching search. Uh, covered a lot of them. I've covered some where it was very obvious who the guy was going to be, and some where you thought maybe you knew and then you didn't, and some that were all over the board. This is a unique one because of how many second interview requests the Falcons are putting in, which, again, leads me to believe that what my source told me on Saturday, that's wide open, is very possible. And I asked that same source, well, does this mean Belichick is out because you guys spent a bunch of time talking with him already? And I was told that, no, that's not the case either. So it sounds like Belichick is still in play here, but, you know, they're just taking their time and doing their, you know, their cliché due diligence, but, you know, sometimes clichés
2: are true, right? So this is a little bit similar to Christian's question from earlier, but are you... Um, In your sourcing and talking to people, the organization, there's definitely a power structure there that's very different than what Bill is coming from. It was Bill and Robert Kraft. That's it. There, there's obviously some intermediaries. How um, much on solid ground is Rich McKay or others within the organization? Are they uh, definitively part of the process moving forward? Does it depend on, well, they hire Belichick, they're out. If they hire a young coach, they're in. You know, what is the status of those intermediaries? I
1: mean, right now, it seems like they're in. Uh, I, I think that things can always be fluid and change, right? I, I, you know, I, well, at the January 8th press conference, when they after they fired Arthur Smith, it was Arthur Blank and Rich McKay sitting at that table. They answered questions for almost two hours. Uh, And one of the first questions that I asked, because it was very notable, it was, where was Terry Fontenot? Because your general manager typically shows up at these things when you fire a head coach. Uh, Their answer was he was, they gave a lot of answers. Some were weird, downright weird. Some, uh, I guess, made some sort of sense. Um, But they said he'll be a central part of the process. Uh, I believe that, that he has been a part of the process uh but you know rich mckay has done this a lot at one point he got they got asked arthur blank got asked well you know you guys have made a lot of hires and, and none of them really gotten what you truly want which is well like is there a problem with people doing the hiring and he arthur blank said no we don't think it's a problem with the pickers and the pickers of course ultimately is arthur blank but rich mckay's had a large say in a lot of these so i don't know it, rich he, listen arthur blank Relies on Rich McKay for a lot. He clearly trusts him. Rich McKay is a powerful figure in the NFL. He is, uh, you know, a very influential member of the NFL's competition committee. So I don't. I, I'm saying all of this to outline to your listeners that Arthur, Rich McKay and Arthur Blank have a very real relationship here, and I don't know what that's going to look like. But one would think if Bill Belichick comes in, that would. Uh, shake up the apple cart, for lack of a better term. And I I don't know what any of that looks like. Uh, All of this is going to come down to what Arthur Blank, the team owner, wants to do because the final decision at the end of the day lies with him. And at 81, does he want to bring in Belichick? And that he believes that's his best shot at getting at a Lombardi or – you know, and, and kind of whatever happens, happens with other people, or or does he say, you know what, I don't want to give someone that level of power, potentially, potentially, and then you go, you go elsewhere. I, that's, there are a whole bunch of questions that frankly, we're not getting a lot of answers to and, and anything that I've seen reported from anybody, these uh, I only talk about really what I've been able to gather, um, has been very speculative.
0: So we're talking to Michael Rothstein, last one for me, uh, Michael covers the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN. Uh, so Sean McDonough was on our morning show, and he he mentioned that he had a friend down in Atlanta, a radio guy, and the radio guy said eighty five percent of the fans down in Atlanta do not want Bill Belichick as the next head coach. I, I'm curious, one, if you agree with that, and if so, why wouldn't they want the greatest coach of all time to come save the day and help them get back to the Super Bowl?
1: Oh man, this is a whole study in human culture. <laughs> Now, um, I don't know if I would agree with 85%, but I would say this is not a celebrate. If, like, they brought in Bill Zolichek, it would be a celebration, like, yay, happy, everybody's super pumped, right? Now, some of this, too, is social media, and, you know, everybody gets angry at everything there sometimes. But I I get the sense that there are some concerns because of, uh, you know, what might happen to the power structure. They're also hiring guys going to be 72 next year. So that doesn't look like a long-term solution. So I think there's some like, okay, you do this for two, three years, then what? Well, if it's successful, okay, maybe a similar situation as what happened in New England, right, where they have uh, a in waiting or a, a very clear delineation succession plan in place. Um, but if it doesn't work, then you're right back here again and you potentially had to re-tear up the roster in some ways to get what players that Belichick fits his defense, which you look at what Ryan Nielsen and the Saints ran or what the, the Saints type of defense that the Falcons ran last year. I don't think that those two necessarily fit in certain areas, particularly in the front seven. So you're going to have to maybe do some work there and, then offensively, what does that work? And in two or three years, again, if it doesn't work, you've got young, skill position guys like Drake London, like Bijan Robinson, like Kyle Pitts, although I think a Kyle Pitts decision would be done before that uh, in terms of a long-term thing, that they might look around and be like, I'm going to be playing for my third coach now? You know, so uh, that, to me, I mean, it might be some of the reasons why the fan base is like, uh, I don't know. Plus, let's be honest, guys, Bill Belichick is – the author, along with Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and James White, is the author of what the team owner has said the toughest loss in franchise history. What fans will tell you is the toughest loss in franchise history. Do you think that's Still too much of, of an, an issue?
0: issue. That that's a talking point. Oh, so, but yeah, but he, he can assure all the fans that it'll never happen
2: again. Can he? Oh, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> You would hope that, so. Like,
1: that's the reason. I'm understand. I'm not saying that that's the reason not to hire him. You asked like fan thought process, right? Like I can tell you, I've mentioned that in a couple of stories I've written about Bill Belichick, and people are like, "Why
0: are you mentioning that?" I'm like, "Don't ever say it again." He so he's a yeah, constant like, really reminder. A yeah,
1: that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So when it's all said and done, before we let you go, uh, do you sure. think he's hired? Do you think they end up hiring him?
1: Uh, if, you, if, if I was on your show a week ago, I would have said, "Yeah, I think he ends up being a guy." Right now, um, I, I honestly—this isn't a cop-out answer, guys. I'm not trying. Oh, to you got to say
0: yes or no. I honest, can't live on the fence. That always comes know. before. It. Ah, come on, pick, say yes or no. Y- yes or no. <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I know. I honestly, I say, I, I would say yes.
0: <sighs> yes or no? Is he the coach leave, of the Atlanta Falcons, Michael? For-
1: I would read
0: towards yes, but a very, very slight yes. He said yes. You said yes. Rothstein, All right, colon, we yes. have you on record saying yes. All right, Michael, thank you. I read, maybe I have a slight in there, please. <laughs> no, 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 Michael Rothstein, you said yes. Thanks for joining us, buddy. We appreciate it. Uh, if you hear something, shoot us a text. If you know of any of those, uh, have some inside information, let us know beforehand so we can make the breaking noise. And again, Michael Rothstein, ESPN covers the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN. Uh, we'll talk to you later, buddy. Thanks.
1: No problem. Take care. Anytime.